friends, thanks for listening to God Has a Plan for Your Life. My name is Kathy and I'll be your host for today. Today I want you to get your Bibles. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 46. God talks about the final judgment. This is what the word of the Lord says. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. Before Him will be gathered all the nations, and He will separate people from one another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And He will place the sheep on His right, but the goats on the left. Then the King will say to those on the right, Come, you! who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, As you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Did y'all get that, friends? What exactly is God letting us know about this passage, about this parable? He's basically letting us know that he's everywhere. God is omnipresent all at once. So he's letting us know, us as Christians who have accepted Jesus Christ into our heart, when we see someone begging for food, such as a homeless person, if you're driving down the street and you see someone homeless and they're asking for money, they're asking for food, they're asking for something to drink or a shirt or anything, you're supposed to give freely and kindly and willingly. The Bible says that sometimes we have entertained angels unaware. Sometimes some of those very people that we may think are homeless are actually angels in disguise. So God's watching out for us to see if we do the will of the Father. And what is the will of the Father? Well, in Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46, it tells us that the will of the Father is to feed the hungry, to help the poor, to help the sick, to clothe those that have no clothing. So I want to ask you today out there, this may be a harsh question. Some of you may ask, Kathy, please don't ask me this. You don't have to say it out loud. I just want to ask you, when was the last time you helped someone? When was the last time that when you were walking down the street 
or driving in your car that you saw a homeless person? When was the last time that you stopped to give them either money, food, something to drink, or even something to wear, a pair of shoes, a shirt, a blanket? Ask yourself that. Because that's one of God's commandments, that we're supposed to bless and help other people. You may be thinking, Kathy, I don't have time for that. I'm a busy mom. I have a lot of kids or, or I'm a busy dad and I work too many hours. I don't have time. There's 24 hours in a day. You can make time. You can stop and take 10 minutes out of your day to see someone in need and to help them. Because God wants us to help other people, not just ourselves. When we begin to help other people and to do it willingly, freely, and out of the obedience of Jesus Christ and out of our own hearts, and it come with compassion, with sincerity, God's going to move in our behalf. But we don't do it to where we're going to help someone so that other people can see us look. Hey, I'm helping this homeless person. No, you don't have to show the whole world that you're helping people. All you got to do is just help people that you see in need. It could be an extra neighbor, an elderly next door neighbor that doesn't have a vehicle and they may need to get some groceries. You can help them out that way. It may be a homeless person that you see on the street that has no shoes and you have extra pairs of shoes in your closet that you can ask them what size they are and go get them. It could be someone, a kid in need begging for food and they're hungry and you're at the restaurant and you come out of the restaurant and you see them and you can take 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to feed them. God isn't asking us to do much, but he is asking us to love other people and to bless other people. So I want to ask you today, when was the last time you blessed someone? You may say, Kathy, I bless my spouse all the time, or I bless my kids all the time. No, when was the last time you blessed a total stranger that you never met before in your life? You know, I recall many times being at the grocery store, and I'm at that time I may not have a lot of money, but I remember being in line at the grocery store, and then God telling me to pay for the person behind me. And I was like, are you sure, God? And he was like, yes, pay for the person behind you. So I would. And then the people would look at me and tell me, why did you do that? Why did you pay for my groceries? And then I would just tell them, because God told me to. And then they would just cry and say, God is good all the time. When God tells you to do something, I want you to be obedient and to follow what God calls you to do. It may be something that... that you've never done before or something that you're you're just not sure about but God knows why that person needs it so if God asks you to bless someone with food or groceries or even just a helping hand with prayer just to pray over them just do it because obedience is better than sacrifice and that's where we begin to learn to walk and be like God When God, when Jesus Christ was walking on earth, he didn't make fun of people. He he wasn't going around being a bully, going around talking negatively about other people or gossiping. No, he would help those in need. You would see him sitting down with sinners, 
talking with sinners and Christian people. You know, sometimes today when people begin to get closer to God, they think that they can't be around sinners. It's not that you can't be around sinners. God hates the sin, but he loves the sinners. You can just tell them about Jesus Christ. Let them know that the way that they're walking or what they're doing is not what God asks us to do. So I want you to reflect on that scripture and that parable, Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46, where it talks about God separating the sheep from the goats. You may be asking, Kathy, I don't really understand that scripture. Well, it's easy. God is separating the people that love him from the people that don't. God is separating the people that worship him from the people that worship the devil. God is separating the people that believe in him for the people that are worshiping the Antichrist and uh, witches and demons and demonic forces. And one day when God comes, he knows who's, a, who's his. He knows those that are following him. And he also knows those people that are not. So my question to you is, who are you following? And what are you doing for God? Are you being like Jesus Christ and walking like Jesus Christ? Are you feeding the homeless? Are you clothing the poor? Are you helping someone? If you are, that's great. You're on target. But if you're not, you need to be because that's one of God's commandments. And he tells us plainly and clearly that if we don't feed the poor, we don't help the sick. We don't help someone in need. It's like if we ourselves are not helping God. So the next time you see someone homeless, I want you to picture an angel because you never know. You could be entertaining an angel unaware. I want you to picture Jesus dressed in those raggedly clothes in the street who's begging for food. Now, if you knew it was Jesus, I bet you you would stop. If you knew it was Jesus, I bet you you would give him a drink. If you knew it was Jesus Christ, I bet you you would give him food or give him clothes or a blanket. So what are you waiting for? Take that step of faith. Take that step of action and be obedient to what God calls us to do. Many times people may say, yeah, Kathy, but you don't understand where I live or the place where I live, all the homeless people, all they're going to do is use the money for drugs. Well, it's not. Once we give them that money or that food or that blessing, it's out of our hands and God sees what we did. We can't be like double-sided or double-minded and say, hey, I'm going to bless you. Or go to a homeless person and say, hey, I'm going to give you money, but you could only use it to get you clothes or get you food. No, we give out of the kindness of our hearts, and it's up to them as to the way that they're going to use it. Now, there are going to be times where they're going to use it for the wrong things, but God's not looking at that. God's looking at our hearts on where we're at to teach the people to help those that are in need. You know, sometimes you may go through a difficult time and think, oh my goodness, I'm living paycheck to paycheck and 
I'm not able to bless anyone else. But I guarantee you there's always someone else out there in the world that is in worse shape, worse financial condition than other people. I can recall one time where I went to uh, a store, a particular store, and it wasn't an expensive store, and there was a gentleman outside, and he was asking for for money, and at that time, I didn't have any cash on me. All I had was my debit card, and I said, you know what? I don't have any cash on me, but I can get you some food. What would you like? And the man right away said, can you please get me a loaf of bread, get me some peanut butter and something to drink and some chips? And I said, I sure will. And I came out of the store and I gave it to him. And he began to pour that peanut butter on that bread and he just started eating and thanking the Lord. Why? Because sometimes we take things for granted. If you're, um, if you have a job and you know, you have a roof over your head. You can sometimes we can take things for granted that other people are struggling for. There's people out there in other countries that don't have a roof over their head. There's some people that are living in their cars right now. There's some people that are homeless that have no homes and they call their street the home. So we shouldn't be so harsh on those people, but we do need to show them love, compassion, and kindness. Because first of all, you don't know how they got there. Maybe they were working before in a hard job and they ended up getting let go. They ended up getting uh, laid off. We don't know. But what we do know is when someone is asking for food or for a drink or for clothes or for shoes and you have that ability to give it to them, be a blessing. Be a blessing to other people because you never know. One may, one day you may be in their exact shoes and then you'll know exactly how it feels. I remember the other day seeing a video about a young teenage boy. He was a kind of came from a wealthy family and there was another boy that came to the house to deliver him his pizza. And um, the rich kid in the house opened the door and said, oh great, finally the pizza came. And uh, he was asking the guy, did you get it right? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. The pizza driver's like, yeah, sure, I believe so. And as soon as that rich kid opened the box, he's like, there's pineapples on this pizza. I don't want to eat this pizza. I'm not going to eat this pizza. So the pizza driver said, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Let me go back and get you another pizza. Well, the rich kid, Number one, never worked a day in his life. His parents were pretty well off, so he didn't have to work for the summer. But this particular kid, the pizza driver, he had to work because his parents weren't well off. So he jogged back in the car, went back to the pizza place, to his job, got another pizza, came back 45 minutes later, and handed the rich kid the new pizza. Well, the rich kid was kind of upset because how he got his order wrong the first time. He didn't leave that that pizza driver a tip. No tip at all. And this guy wasted his gas two times going to the rich kid's house. And when the mom heard about that, when the mom, the rich kid's mom heard, she told her son, 
you don't know what it's like to work hard for money because we give you everything that you have. So she said, she told her son, I'm going to make you work, but in a different pizza place. And you're going to work for a month and let's see how long you last. Well, that rich kid started working and the first week, everything was going fine and great. And he's like, this is easy. This is an easy job. But then the second week, he started running into customers that were like him, that were rude or very picky and got the orders wrong. And then he began to feel what that other pizza driver felt when he got the, when the orders were wrong and it wasn't his fault. So the moral of the story is with this rich kid and the kid that was working at the pizza place is don't be so hard on other people when you haven't been in their shoes. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know how hard it is to work for something if you're handed it to you all the time. So I hope this parable from Matthew chapter 25, verse 31, 46 helped you about the separation of the sheep and the goats. That's exactly what God's going to do. He's separating his people. Those that love God, those that walk with God, those that go to church, those that read their Bible, those that read the word, those that get in prayer, those that are seeking after God, not just his hands, but his face. And God's going to separate those people. Those that love him and those that follow him and obey his commands and those that don't. But my question is to you, which one are you? Are you the sheep or are you the goat? So you got to ask yourself that. I hope this encouraged you today. I'm just going to give you a prayer. And I pray that you all are blessed today and to realize that when you see someone in need, bless them because you never know one day you could be in their shoes. Heavenly Father, we just lift up everyone that's listening out there today and we pray that this um, podcast and this scripture that God shares with us in Matthew 25, chapter 25, verse 31, 46 is a blessing to them. We give you all the glory and all the praise, Jesus Christ, and we thank you, Father God, that you're going to watch over those people that are in need, those that are asking for help, Lord God. We pray for strength, that they're not going to be embarrassed or ashamed to ask for help. And for all the listeners out there, Father God, that are listening to this podcast, we pray that you help them, that they begin to be obedient and they begin to serve other people that are in need. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Hopefully you guys have a blessed day and um, go out there and bless someone. Bye-bye.